Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two curious ladies on an adventure to learn more about cooking, cannabis, and the fine art of gluttony. Join us every 10 days or so as we get high and make our way through a recipe. Step inside and let the consumption begin. (laughs) Welcome back. Hello, Becca. We meet again, Gretchen. (laughs) (laughs) So funny meeting you here. What are you doing here? Oh, my gosh. Well, we are both here, obviously, because we can't get enough of France. The cauliflower gratin last time was mwah, 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 so good. We are continuing our love affair because everything we've made so far from France, the cookbook, cookbook has been amazing. It's been so good. We've doubted almost every step of it in every recipe. We've questioned some piece of it. And every time we've come out, we've come out on the other side going, well, that was fucking delicious. Oh, my God. Right. So we're ready to do it again. Ready to do it again. I'll warn everyone up front. I have thoughts about this recipe, especially the tomato, the sorry, not tomato soup. Ah, getting confused. Mushroom soup recipe. We will get into it. But here we are making mushroom soup and a beautiful, simple lettuce salad. Yes. Neither of these would be served together in France, but maybe we could say choose one or the other as one of your starters before your main course or entree. These are your options. We picked them because we love mushrooms and we wanted a very simple salad that could be a go-to. And this has a fun addition of creme fraiche to make it a little creamy. So very excited about that. But what are you smoking before we start our soup and salad journey? I am having a Binsky mini pre-roll that is Sunday pie, which is a sativa dominant hybrid. It has 25% THC, 0.06% CBD. It does say that it has 1.5% terpenes, but no information about what terpenes I might expect. We're just going with it. Also weird to see a percentage for terpenes. Yeah, (laughs) without like being like, but this is the terpene that's in it. uh Like, okay, I'm glad they're there, I guess. But noted, they are and terpenes were there. (laughs) And terpenes were there, yes. (laughs) What are you enjoying today? Well, I used the bong just a minute ago and enjoyed some Polaris MMJ. I had to look this up. I didn't know what this was. I guess it's a strain of 707 Headband and UK Cheese, both of which I didn't know either. But it's a hybrid with myrcene, lemonine, caryophylline, and then 27% THC because I am just living in the high THC lane these days. This is all I want to do right now. And I am. I'm not going to scold you about that. I admire your ability to intake that much THC, but my brain, sadly, (laughs) rebels against high levels of THC. Your brain rebels, your wallet rewards. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) As I was saying in the last episode, I've been doing a lot of infused stuff and my tolerance has gone up significantly. I am thinking about a tolerance break just like a week or so to see if like I can get myself down to some normal levels here 
I should do it. Maybe we should do it together and keep each other motivated because I do need to do a real break. Yeah. I was going to say, it's been a long time, I think, since I got my tubes tied. But I've had Almost a, a year. Over a year. Over a year. Over a year. Yeah, over a year. <laughs> what are you drinking? We're actually both drinking the same thing, so I don't know why I asked that question. We are uh, both drinking ginger beer and whiskey. Do you want to say anything more about your ginger beer or whiskey, or or we just that's that and we move on? <laughs> it is what it is. Although it is the Betty Buzz ginger beer, and then I used is it Ethan something or forget what whiskey it is my dad buys it we rotate through different ones this mix is kind of medicinal tasting so I'm almost thinking it wasn't the best whiskey to put with ginger beer I'll either finish it or not we'll find out what happens that's right stay tuned everybody mine is bullet bourbon whiskey I like that as a good Mm go-to and uh main root ginger beer ah Mm, yum I love ginger beer we love ginger This is a high gluttony ginger house. (laughs) Now that we are sufficiently baked and on our way to drunk, let's chat about (laughs) eating light foods. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what we need next. (laughs) It's what makes sense, obviously. (laughs) Because we're making a soup today, we're going to talk a little bit about what Jeanette Matteo says about soups. We're going to read her thoughts on mushrooms salads and lettuce since again those are all super important components of what we're doing today we're trying to set this new organizational rhythm for everybody because we are organized yeah at least when it comes to this book we are organized we are yeah we're in a groove with jenny this is like a real symbiosis here indeed (laughs) so we're gonna read from page 176 and this kicks off the soups section So our friend Jenny says, soups are usually served as a first course at the beginning of a meal. With their great variety from clear soups such as bouillons and consommes to thicker ones such as vegetable purees, cream suits, and velutes. Velutes. They are in an area in which cooks can easily vary the seasoning and combine different vegetables or meats. They can be transformed into a dish for a special occasion or serve just as well as an everyday first course. Soups should always be served piping hot. The only exceptions are chilled summer soups and certain consommes. Around the one and a quarter to one and three quarter cups soup is enough for one person. To this, the following quantities quantities of additional ingredients can be added per person four and a quarter ounces fresh vegetables one half ounce noodles or one quarter cup dried legumes season this oh it's a quarter of an ounce of noodles a quarter of an ounce noodles (laughs) or one quarter cup dried legumes thank you you're welcome to season the soup Add one and a quarter teaspoon salt per four cups of liquid. A thickening made from egg, flour, or potato flour improves the consistency of the soup and means that smaller quantities of additional vegetables or noodles are needed. End of soups. End of soups. 
sorry the I thought the intro yeah yeah I well yeah that's true <laughs> it's like there is a <laughs> lot more about soup in here I thought we talked about velutes before so I was under the impression you knew what that word was <laughs> well if we did I have forgotten that's all right what is it uh velute usually is more how to describe it like a stock that's thickened with some sort of starch, like a pureed potato soup. It's like the texture of a velouté. It's supposed to be sort of velvety. Like the name, the, the name literally means velvet. So like. Okay. So pretty thick though, as opposed to like just a broth or. Right. Yes. Can you give a quick refresher on a consomme too? Consomme is broth, like a meat broth where you take the extra step of like completely clarifying it so that it's like crystal clear, that's a consomme. You just keep straining, straining, straining until it's clear or... (laughs) Well, how much do you want to get into consomme? What you usually do is you build what's called a raft, and the raft is made from ground-up protein. In the case of a beef stock that you're turning into a consomme, you would use ground beef and then you mix in your mirepoix vegetables. So you'll mix in like finely chopped onion, finely chopped carrot, finely chopped celery. Thank you. I was like the word, it's right there. Gotta get it, just bring it in here. Then you also use egg whites as part of that mixture. Oh, and a little bit of tomato paste gets mixed in. And you put that in and it forms a solid kind of layer on the top of the soup. So you just sort of gently boil it. And what it does is that the reason most stock is cloudy is it's a protein matter that's in there. And so what it does is all the protein in your raft pulls in that protein that makes the um, stock cloudy into the raft. And then you can like drain away the stock after it cooks for a couple hours and you have like this beautifully clear stock. There's actually a couple different methods, but that's the traditional way. Sure. Okay. It's a fancy stock. Yeah. Okay. The, <laughs> you could also call it like a fortified stock because you are going to be pulling that flavor, that beef flavor out of the ground beef, like that, the egg will add a little flavor. You've got your mirepoix in there as well. It's also an, an additional step of flavoring. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of cool. Got- it's got a lot more going on. Yeah, yeah, I can see why. That's a very distilled version, I can imagine, of what you have to do with consomme. And I mean, that's to get it right. And well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, we'll have to do some at some point. We'll fi- we'll figure right. out a way to do that. We could do a fish okay. one. Fish one would be that easy. Be cool. And then, yeah, we could definitely like fully get into that because that is a good kind of nice thing to know how to do. I mean, is it necessary most of the time? No, you can eat cloudy stock. It's really just an appearance thing (laughs) more Mm -hmm. than anything else. But fun to learn. Fun to learn. It's just such a cool thing to watch happening where it's like you can like literally see like the protein being sucked out of the stock. It's it's just such a weird experiment, I guess is the right way to put it, you know? Alchemy. Alchemy. Yeah. The alchemy <laughs> yeah. of it is very yeah. cool. Oh, I love cooking. Yeah. I love maybe, it. Maybe maybe we should do like uh you could do like a stuffed pasta. Cause that is another reason that, that you would do that is like to do like a nice stuffed pasta with a clear broth as the dressing, quote unquote. 
as the sauce. Um, let's keep moving then. We'll move on to mushrooms. Well, well, was there anything else you wanted to share about soups? No, I mean, that was way more than I thought I was going to be doing with <laughs> soup today. So. I guess the one thing I'd say is our soup, it's going to be more of a puree. Yes. Than yes. The other options. Yeah. Yeah. Mushrooms, page 525 in the vegetables and salads section. Mushrooms are highly regarded for their nutritional content as well as for their gastronomic properties. Their flavor, whether they are cultivated or wild, can considerably enhance the taste of a dish. When picking wild mushrooms, it is essential to know the varieties very well because it is very difficult to distinguish the poisonous ones from those that are edible. To preserve their flavor, it is best to cook mushrooms soon after they have been picked and to clean them with a damp cloth rather than in water, since this causes them to become watery. Alternatively, brush off any loose dirt with a clean brush. Mushrooms can be added to sauces or slowly cooked dishes, or they can be served as a side dish or appetizer. Now I just want to eat mushrooms, so... I know. This is probably not the time to talk about it, but have you been watching The Last of Us? Not yet. I like okay. it's just it's not something my parents want to watch. And then by wow. the time they go to bed, I have to work on podcast stuff. So it's not the time of the evening that I get to watch my own things anymore. I am so behind. like I still haven't finished fucking Wednesday. Like <laughs> I can't yeah. get able to get to that. What, are you getting uh, busy or something? Yeah. Are you doing things? What do you do? What do you do with that? Things all the time. Yeah. Trying to make well, things for my coworker's birthday and like the five minutes I have extra every day. And of course you are. Well, it's turning people off mushrooms. I'll just say that. I do understand the premise of it. So I can imagine that, yeah, there could be some issues. So yeah, if you're already queasy about this little. Well, guys, I'd stay away, but uh, I was—I had to give myself a reminder that I like mushrooms when I saw some of them today, but <laughs> I was fine. <laughs> That's a funny, because I was thinking while you were reading, so I wasn't listening. Sorry, I was thinking, but that mushrooms would be something that would be, as long as I always had mushrooms to cook with, I could be okay with like not eating meat. You know, as long as mushrooms were always an option, I would not be able to do like mushrooms and meat. That would be so hard for me. Same is for because we we eat a ton of mushrooms and a ton of beans, and if yeah. those were gone, I don't know what I would do. That would be yeah. very hard. Anyway, on that exciting <laughs> note, let's move on to salad. Let's <laughs> really try and get on with it here. Okay. Well, should we maybe yeah. do lettuce first? Just before salads, because salad's on the page with the actual thing we're going to make, so. Sure. Yes. Good call. So lettuce, next, page 556. To prepare, cut off any wilted leaves. Cut out the core. Wash carefully by plunging the leaves headfirst into cold water. Wash in several changes of water and drain. If the lettuce is to be cooked, blanch it in boiling salted water for one to two minutes. Refresh in a bowl of chilled water and drain well. Refresh? How is she using refresh there? I'm going to get really, uh, apparently this weed is going to make me really hung up on tiny details. <laughs> mm-hmm. Refresh, like cool down? Yeah, like, I can't tell if she's, oh, yeah, if it's 
that's for wilted lettuce or if she means after you boil it before you cook it oh i see i read it as after you boil it okay so did i but i was like that's ambiguous that's a little bit ambiguous because that is the same thing i would do to wilty lettuce is put it into chilled water so (laughs) it works for both scenarios i guess is all i'm trying to say a very uh, good approach if you've got lettuce yeah (laughs) i will shout out to my brother though that the very next recipe is braised lettuce so he's right cooking lettuce is a thing i don't know how i lived as long as i did without knowing it but we are here now we we are here now yeah this is what we know today but we're not cooking it today. We're oh no, I lost my salad bookmark. Good thing I also had the lettuce salad bookmarked, and it's on yes. the same page. <laughs> we were investigating Gretchen's classification system for all of the post-its <laughs> she has all over the France, the cookbook. <laughs> the lot of France bookmarks. <laughs> Okay, so on to salads, of which lettuce is often a major component. This is on page 583 of the vegetables and salads section. Strictly speaking, salads are green leafy vegetables that are eaten raw, lightly dressed, and served as an appetizer or palate cleanser before or alongside the cheese course in France. By extension, the term is used for all kinds of cold vegetable-based recipes, and also those incorporating meat, eggs, rice, pasta, or dried legumes. These more substantial salads are sometimes served as a main course in themselves. All raw salad ingredients should be washed carefully and drained before use. Pretty straightforward. I didn't know that the salad course was often served with the cheese course. That's why I was saying it would never really be served together in in France, it would be the soup. Soup you could have soup before. That's that's not mm. that is common there. But most of Europe really does a salad after the dinner and like a kind of refresher palate kind of. Mm-hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm going to use the word scenario, but I feel like I've already used it. <laughs> oh yeah, strategy. Strategy. Thank you. That is a much more accurate term. Yeah, we are refreshing our lettuce. We're refreshing our strategy. (laughs) (laughs) So now that we've talked about salads a little bit, we're going to jump around because what we're going to actually start with when we get into the kitchen is the mushroom soup. So Gretchen, could you talk us through the mushroom soup recipe and ingredients? I sure can. Well, thank you. Let's see. I have to get to it. Yeah, 185. (laughs) 185. So for the mushroom soup today, we need nine ounces of mushrooms, well wiped and stems removed. I did wipe mine, but I don't know if I did it well or to to Jeanette's standards, but... Best effort wiping. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) One sprig of thyme, two tablespoons of butter, scant, one half cup rice flour, salt and pepper, heavy cream to taste. So this is a cream of mushroom soup. Yeah. And I noticed you went scant because this is along <laughs> the lines of our heaping. And generous. <laughs> yeah. And it's, again, just the total antithesis of Fanny's approach. It's so loose. It's so loose. I went for, because I didn't have a second half a cup measure for prep today, 
I went for a heaping, with an exclamation point on it, third of a cup of rice flour. I see. But what she just means is, like, slightly less. Like, don't overfill. Yeah, than half. Okay. Yeah. I see. Like, err on the side of underfilling versus overfilling. Okay. I thought she meant scant, like, oh, a little fiddly amount. No, it just means... So, like, heaping and generous are, like, oh, it's okay if it's a little over. And scant is, if you have a choice between going over and staying under, stay slightly under. Scant. Got it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a real loose term. It's yeah. a, an annoying term to me because, like, I've just had to spend five minutes explaining it to you, so. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, she's she's definitely not fanny. You know, with her exact amounts, etc. Not Fanny. And I'm okay with that. Because at the end of the day, I don't follow everything exactly the way you're yeah. supposed to, obviously. So right. give me a little flexibility built in and I'll I'll take it. There you go. I'm the same way. So yeah, I know. I, mean, I think I'm that is our philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I do have many notes on Jeanette's recipe for mushroom soup. Mm-hmm. And what was the prep time, real quick? The prep time says 30 minutes and a cooking time of 40 minutes. Okay. So, what do we do with all those ingredients then? Reading directly from the book, cut two thirds of the mushrooms into fine strips, then put them into a large pan with six and one third cups water and bring to a simmer. Add the thyme. Remove and discard the thyme. Transfer the mixture to a food processor or a blender and process until smooth. We can use a stick blender and we are going to use a immersion or stick blender. Transfer the mixture to a food processor or blender and process until smooth or use an immersion blender in the same pot and process until smooth. Then bring it to a boil. Meanwhile, chop the remaining mushrooms and cook them gently in butter in a skillet for a few minutes until softened. Mix the rice flour with a little water to make a paste and add the paste to the soup along with the mushrooms. Season with salt and pepper, add the cream and cook for an additional 10 minutes. Serve piping hot. So I have two main issues with this recipe. (laughs) Why the fuck are we doing two different cuts on our mushrooms? Uh Uh-huh, especially if one of them's blending up. Right. Especially if it, and making the more tedious, in my opinion, cut. (laughs) Right. The ones you put in and then blend. I'm like, why? Why the fine strips? Yeah, why the fine strips? Also, Mm -hmm. why not saute it before you boil it? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a very nice step to enhancing the flavor. So I'm already, I'm just letting you know, I have these issues with this recipe. Mm -hmm. I told myself we're going to make it as is. Mm-hmm. because we want to be true to the book and this is part of the experiment is we have to do it as she says to do it mm-hmm. but okay so that's one or is that two the why uh, is the mushrooms cooked two. first that's two and why oh that was both and then the cutting into strips and then number three you could just take some of the the chopped mushrooms out of your saute pan after you've sweated them de- or sauteed them down before you add your liquid take those set those aside so that's one way you could make this a little more efficient as a recipe. 
but I know she's not a hundred percent. She's more flavor based than efficiency based. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if sauteing them before means you lose some of the liquid that you want in the broth. Maybe. Maybe. But you would be, yeah, because it would steam off. So you're right. But still. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll have to see. We're making it as written. Yeah. That's right. All right. So that's the soup. So we'll, we'll. Should we go through the soup steps now or wait till we read the lettuce, the salad steps too? Or the salad ingredients? I already read them. Oh yeah, you just read the steps. <laughs> My God. Woo! Salad what am time. I smoking? Yeah. Oh. Uh, MMJ? MMJ, yeah. I'll yeah. say. Okay, 583. I've not seen this word before in French for the lettuce salad. Leatue? Yeah. Yeah, I do not know how to say that. It's a weird you word. And All me right. You both. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we need two medium heads of lettuce, four tablespoons of olive oil, or a mixture of olive and mild flavored oils such as sunflower, two tablespoons white wine vinegar, salt and pepper, finely chopped tarragon or chives. Three tablespoons of creme fraiche, one tablespoon of lemon juice. Prep time? Ten minutes. Yeah, we like that. We do like okay. that. Okay. So pretty simple ingredients. I like the addition of the herbs. What herbs are you doing today? I have tarragon and chives. Okay. And I'm just doing cilantro. You're only doing olive oil for the oil part yes. of the dressing? Yes. And I'm going to do olive oil and sunflower. We're doing a little mixy-mixy here. I was just thinking, what would toasted sesame oil taste like in there? I was thinking about sesame too, but then because it said neutral, I felt yeah. like maybe next time. Yeah. But if this is a good base, it would be fun to play around with that second oil, mm-hmm. even like a sweeter one or a spicy one or any kind of infused oil would be fun. But yeah, oh, we're already, see, we get, oh my God, this book really gets us going. Okay, what do we do with those two heads of lettuce and other things? So there's a sort of unrelated, make this recipe your own disclaimer at the beginning of the recipe. So I'm going to read that first. The oil and vinegar in the in the vinaigrette can be varied according to the ingredients it is to dress. For example, a mild, milder tasting sunflower oil would complement stronger flavored leaves. Romaine, curly endive, oak, leaf, or Boston lettuces can be used. Carefully wash the lettuce, separate the leaves, drain or spin in a salad spinner to remove as much excess water as possible without damaging the delicate leaves. Whisk the oil, vinegar, salt, pepper together to make the dressing. This can be prepared in advance, but do not dress the leaves until the last minute. Herbs can be added or cream dressing can be made by whisking the creme fraiche with the lemon juice and salt and pepper. Right. I guess because in the recipe, she has the herbs, the creme fraiche and the lemon juice as optional, but we're going all in. We're doing them all. Well, and here's the thing is that I don't think you're actually mixing. It doesn't make it sound like you're mixing those into the vinaigrette. As much as like you're just mixing those ingredients together to make a cream dressing. 
I think basically she's given us two different dressings recipes here. Do you read it like that? I think it definitely can be read like that. I read it the other way first. I thought it was like you were adding those things to the oil, but I don't think that's what she meant. The only reason I would say it is that she's talking about the same one is because she says herbs can be added, meaning to that dressing we were just talking about. Yeah. Or cream dressing can be made by whisking that. So I okay. I guess that's the only thing I feel like she would have separated those. But it is kind of deceptive. And you're yeah. right. Is she just saying you can make a dressing of just creme fraiche, lemon, salt, and pepper? Well, we're putting it all in, right? Are we're we gonna, gonna, yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna do it all together. Everything. Yeah. We're just gonna, we're throwing it all together. Why not? Let you know what's a better idea. I got plenty of creme fraiche. I can play with it. So I know. I'm so excited. I haven't had creme fraiche in a while. I was really thrilled at the opportunity to get my hands on some creme fraiche. From here, then, now that we know everything about mushroom soup and lettuce salad, we are going to go into the kitchen and start with getting our water boiling, our six and third cup of water boiling, and then... And then we add our mushrooms when it's boiling. Is that right? No, we add the mushrooms and bring it to a boil. So we're going to throw okay, our okay. mushrooms right in. Okay. We got to bring it to a boil, then add the thyme. Oh. It's got to come to a boil, the then, then the thyme goes in. The yeah. then step is the thyme. Okay. Yes. Let's go. We made it all the way to the kitchen. <laughs> Yay! And we started our water boiling, or heating up. Pretty yes. Significantly heating up. I'm adding in the sliced mushrooms. Oh, okay. The two-thirds of the mushrooms. Which is six ounces. Good math. When you're saying two-thirds, you've provided mm-hmm. a perfect ounce amount. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you just say six ounces? <laughs> like, yeah, good point. Yeah. A little bit silly. I love this power boil, though, because it is working right now. Indeed powerful. Yes. Indeed. And should when- we start sauteing our other mushrooms? Might as well. Okay. So I'm going to turn on the heat and put my two tablespoons of butter into the pan. And we are going to be sauteing, so this is probably going to get noisy. Mm-hmm. Lots of sizzle sounds. I am astounded, though, just to make a note in, in this, uh, since I don't know that I've done noted this yet, that her lack of use of onions, garlic, and things so far. Yeah. I guess in in the gratin and this, that there's just, that's not there. That's a good call out. Because I think I even said last time when we were talking about the cauliflower, it would be nice to change it up with some garlic and other things. But it was surprising that there wasn't garlic to start with. I feel like in culinary school, they beat into me that you always add, like, it's like almost always has to have like onion of some form or another. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, you that's just appreciate it. big onion propaganda, you know. Big onion energy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely big onion energy. When did the onions take center stage? I don't know. Or where are the onions in this book? Yeah, we will see. I do think there there was onion in like the whole Mirepoix situation in the tomato sauce. Yeah, that's right. Well... Was it mirepoix? There wasn't celery, was there? I don't know. I can't remember. We'll find out. Sizzling away over here. 
I put my lid. Did you back put your mushrooms in? Oh. I did. Okay. The, uh, mine in. To the to the water or to the. Oh, sorry, the butter mushrooms. Yes, uh, I mean They're both. Yes, but yes. Both are in. Okay. <laughs> Good to clarify right. either way. Yes, that's what I thought. Hello, Cassie. Well, hello. hello. Hi. Cassie. She's so talkative. Kitty. Yeah. Hi. To join the fam. Hi, Cassie yeah. girl. Yes. Can you hear her? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it'll come through, but she sounds very cute and silly. She has this, this, yeah, she talks a lot, but she has a little tiny, like, nothing meow. (laughs) (laughs) My mushrooms and boiling water are boiling away, so I'm turning the heat down, and I'm going to go grab my time. Okay, I'm behind. I don't have a boil yet. My butter mushrooms are not cooking cooking up enough. Let's go, Rebecca. Let's go. Kick it in. Let's go. Oh, what was our timing on the soup? It's supposed to cook for 20 minutes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Turn around my sauteing mushrooms. Woo-hoo. This is that time when everything happens oh. all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Trying not to set off the fire alarm. <laughs> Salad dressing? Yeah, I think so. Four tablespoons of oil. Mm-hmm. And two tablespoons of white wine vinegar. And then salt and pepper, I think, is the next mm-hmm. bit Whisk of it. Together. Yep. And that's your base. Yeah, just oil vinegar. Well, white wine vinegar, salt, pepper. Yeah. Yep. That's a very basic salad dressing. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Yum. I like, ooh, that vinegar caught me in the back of the throat there. Oh, yeah. I like the, I like the sunflower. Do you? I do. I never really use sunflower, so it's kind of nice to mix it up just a little. I like sunflower as as an oil. Yeah. All right. I'm adding, I just added a tablespoon of the lemon juice. Okay. Throwing some herbs in. Okay. Whiskey, whiskey. (laughs) Oh, we're drinking whiskey. And we're drinking whiskey. Where is my whiskey? (laughs) Three tablespoons creme fraiche. Yep. I also turned the heat off my butter mushrooms. Yeah, I, I, yes, I also did that. (laughs) Did I do that? Whisking my creme fraiche. All right, I'm going to just eyeball the creme fraiche because creme. Why not? Yeah, because I don't feel like getting more shit messy and it's firmer than I thought it was going to be. I'm really impressed. I like how it thickened up. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's a little tart for me with the lemon. Oh, I love it. You know, too, not not too much for you. Mm-mm. A little bit more olive oil, a little bit more creme fraiche. Whisking, whisking. I mean, I agree. I could probably put a little more creme fraiche in here. Mm, yum. That's really good. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love that. All right. I'm just gonna taste this on a leaf. Oh yeah, good call. Yes, it also tastes good on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good news. Same reaction. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a little more salt and pepper. And then it's literally just like throw it on the lettuce. Yes. Yeah. When, at the last possible minute. Mm-hmm. Yep. So as soon as you're ready to dress, just dress. Just dress yourself. Just dress yourself. Good Lord. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Jenny. Jenny. All right. <laughs> Knocking it out of the park. Ooh, I love it too. So we are about to puree these. Very few looking mushrooms that are in this, like, 
a lot of liquid. I got to take my time out too. Did you do that? Oh, no. Where is my time? Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, I have not done that yet. Thank you for the reminder. Yeah. This might almost be a mushroom consomme, you know? Yeah. Good thing we Our... did talk about consomme so much. Right? Whole five minutes of this podcast, I think, was de- dedicated to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with my blending. Okay. Are you ready? I'm using my stand one, so I'm behind you. Oh, so you're putting it into the blender. Yeah, so give me just a second. But you can go. It's quite frothy. <laughs> Is it? How interesting. I wouldn't have expected that. No, me neither. Like, a little weird. Okay, I'm about to go, finally. The one disadvantage of using the hand blender is it gets, the stuff gets caught in that guard. Oh, yeah. In particular, since we did the long strips of mushroom. So frothy. Yeah. It's really interesting. And I'm bringing this back up to a boil. So that's the only way I can think of is to make the froth go away. And pouring mine back in. So from here, we're adding a little bit of water to our rice flour. Yes. And then so we're adding gonna... that in with the cooked mushrooms. Right. Okay. So we're going to mix this rice flour up like we would a corn starch slurry. So it's going to be a rice flour slurry. Oh, where it's you got to add it into the first corn you add the water into the starch okay i get a little water yeah <laughs> and whisk i think it's probably gonna end up being more of a stir okay than a whisk as what are we looking for just to kind of like, like it's how much gonna water? be pasty so okay I'm, I, I'm guessing a decent amount this is another one of those vague bits yeah, because this is taking, I think I started with about a half a cup of water down to about a quarter. So I've added at least a quarter cup of water and it's still crumbly. It's okay. It's getting a little more pasty, but I have a feeling I'm going to end up adding more water. There may also be some variation on this depending on humidity. Can you see, can I show you this? Can Yeah. You, are you near the? Yeah, I'd add a little more water. This is kind of like cookie dough. Okay, a little more water. It's going to say, you know, like glue, but but not as soft as glue, more like paste. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Are there no other words for paste? <laughs> <laughs> come, come look at mine. And you see, like the texture. Oh, yeah. I think I went too far then. Mine's more a little. That's fine. That's going to be easier to add. Okay. No okay, problem. Okay, so. Like, you, yeah. like, I think if you go over versus under, mm-hmm. over is going to be a lot better because it's going to be easier to integrate. Heaping so. versus scant? Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. All right, That's then. The new so terminology we just, we're going to use. <laughs> That's what we say now. So just kind of mix this in first and then add the mushrooms, probably? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Still mixing. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Okay. This must be chunkier than I thought. <laughs> Getting hit with like lumps or something and they're splashing. Uh-oh. It's very painful here. Oh no. Hot I'm lumps. Whisking. Yeah, hot lumps. Okay. Interesting. Like a lot of, she does a lot of interesting like thickeners with her soups. A fair number of them, she uses tapioca okay. as a thickener. She also mentioned potato flour. 
potato the, flour. Yeah. Section. It's interesting because, yeah, if you strained out sort of the larger bits of this, I would call this a velouté. But we are going to still add the cream, right? And we are going to still add cream, yes. All right, okay. I'm going to turn the heat down on my thing. Okay, so you turn your heat down to add the heavy cream? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I just put yeah, the, yeah. the sautéed mushrooms in is what I just did. Okay, gotcha. And now I'm going to get the cream. Yes, turning it down just so that it doesn't uh, sputter too much here when you're adding. How much are you going to start with? It looks like a tablespoon. I got out this heavy cream that I was using last weekend, and it's like, yeah, like a tablespoon in there. So a tablespoon tablespoon is what I've got 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 so far. (laughs) Probably about a quarter of a cup is where I'm going to start at least. Okay. I I am awfully tempted to throw some of this creme fraiche in here too, though. Ooh. Maybe Uh, after I've tried. A topper? Yeah. Yes, as a topper. Wow. I maybe wanted to be slightly less generous with my third of a cup of rice flour. Good Lord. Oh, really? It's really thick? It's really thick. Yeah. I think I'm going to end up adding a fair amount of cream to this. Okay. Because it is thick puppy. A very thick puppy. Yes. Okay. I really don't want to actually add any more cream than that because it's starting extremely white and might be more (laughs) cream than anything else. I think I've added about a cup or maybe slightly more from the feel of my pint container here. Oh, I need to do salt and pepper. Oh, right. Good idea. I'm calling this done. I'm going to taste it. Not missing anything, are we? No? Hmm. I want mine to thicken a little more. I think, aren't we supposed to bring it back to a boil after we add the cream? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you, you tasted yours. Yes, I've been tasting mine. I'm not sold on this recipe. I now, I think what it is, is a very good adaptable recipe. Mm-hmm. It's lacking an even like a like mushroomy punch to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I can see some value in how she does it here in that it kind of ends up a lighter color soup that might be slightly more appealing, but it's just not enough like umami mushroom flavor for me. Yeah. I don't know if I like the rice flour. To me, it's like any other thickener. Yeah. I guess can I you... wonder if I'd rather just like cook up potatoes with the mushrooms in the beginning and puree those too. I mean, that is definitely one way to do it. Yeah. Like you said, it's a really adaptable. Right. Like the fact that she's even using rice flour is sort of an unusual thing, in my opinion. And you know what rice mm-hmm. flour is really good for is like frying stuff. So it's kind of nice. We have mm. that now. We should try and play with it. Oh, yeah. I think it's nice because she gives you ideas for different types of thickeners. But yeah, like mm-hmm. you might prefer it to be, I was going to say tomatoes, but potatoes. <laughs> Tomato, potato. It is nice, though, because while this isn't dairy-free, obviously, it's gluten-free with the right rice flour. I'd probably change this to, we're going to saute all the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I'd probably do some shallots or onions. Yeah, for sure. I need an onion. I mean, it's great. It's simple. Yeah, it's Which simple. is good in s- some cases, but it's really boring. I keep wanting to, like, add something. I think I might add a little, like porcini bouillon to mine just to punch up that mushroom flavor i've been putting a lot of nutritional yeast in my soups oh that is a good idea i have some here that i need to use up make it sort of cheesy creamy without the crazy creamy cheesy although it is already creamy different layers still smells good i don't even know if this has a best before on it (laughs) i know i'm like i don't 
I don't even know what it is. I don't know how it expires. It's the bodies of dead yeast. That's what it is. Well, there you go. So now we've tasted Jeanette's. Now we're going to make it our own because and we, we agree with their process. Yeah, <laughs> we're immediately modifying it. But I do how much like how much that nutritional yeast will bring up like that. It's just such a nice umami flavor. Yeah. It really does a good like punch up. Yeah, because we've been doing mushroom broth as a base for soups a lot. And then I've just been rounding it out with the nutritional yeast. Half a cube of porcini. Mm. Perfect amount, I think, for this. Although I'm a tad worried because I've salted the soup pretty well that it might be a smidge on the salty side. But mm. I'm also going to ha- add a little hot sauce because that okay. never hurts anything. I was thinking about a little soy sauce. That definitely occurred to me as uh, an option to like boost that umami component. We are scrambling, not scrambling, but like, I guess I feel like the soup needs work. <laughs> yeah. Is what we're both saying. <laughs> yeah. It's not rave worthy like the gratin. No. Uh, or even the dressing today. Yeah, the dressing is pretty awesome. Yeah. Aha. Oh, yeah. That's infinitely better. Okay, sorry. What was the last thing you added then just now? Hot sauce. Oh, the hot sauce. By, what kind? Uh, crystal. Okay. Yeah. And I did add a porcini bouillon cube to it as well. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, that's really good. Oh, good. I'm going to do some cayenne. Just added a little tiny bit of black truffle salt. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, I could have added that to the gratin last time. And Ooh. Next time. Oh, oh yeah. Feel better every time. Oh, it's so good now. All right. I think I'm going to stop, though, because I might go over okay. if I tried to add anything else. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, oh, hell yeah. So we'll post Jeanette's recipe, obviously, as well as our modifications. Mm-hmm. The many of them. Right. I'll have to write them all down when I'm editing so I don't forget. No. Same. I got to do it now so I don't forget. Oh, I probably well, won't do it now, but... I just know me. I know, right? Let's be real. Love, love, love the salad dressing. Yeah. And again, this is a good base for a soup. Definitely not going to be a go-to for me as is, but something to play with. Just need way more mushrooms. Like I could have gone with at least a pound of mushrooms in there. Yeah. Or start with a flavored broth too. Although we, we are talking about the time period where most economies were depressed. I guess that's true. They're not really having like bone broth floating around the way we have it now. But yeah. Or mushrooms floating around mm-hmm. the way we have it now. Good point. Good point. As always, we have thoughts and opinions, but we are continuing the journey over on Patreon. Find us there. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. And best of luck to you if you try highgluttony.com. Let us know what you find there. <laughs> okay, I'm going to add some truffle salt too. And then. I'm going to be ready to eat. I know. I'm so hungry. Yeah. I'm worth the wait, but yeah, I'm tired of waiting. Yeah. And our first kind of mixed recipe from France. France! <laughs> so fun. Every are, time. Every I know. I know. I was like, how long until that becomes tiresome? I, I know. know. At some point we'll have to stop, but not today. Not today. <laughs> Oh, okay, off we go. Off we go. Oh, and we still didn't get our freaking coconuts. Oh, All right. Yes. Okay.
Okay. <laughs> it's not even like they're that far away. Jeez. No, literally. No. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye! <laughs> France! <laughs>